Hello, everyone, and welcome to the newest episode of Circuit 42. I am your host, Ian, and this is Sandra. She's basically a wizard. I'm back, baby. Sort of. All of the sort ofs. And we are here for the 2022 wrap-up episode of Circuit 42. That's right, we're recording on time. Hopefully, it'll be uploaded in time. That's right, we're fucking awesome. And we're recording on Friday, which is weird. It's that weird moment between after Christmas and before New Year's where time is... Where no one has plans. Yeah, what's that one line from Mr. Sensitive 2000? We should really just relax? Well, that, that's more of a 2020 thing. It's like space is vast and time is limitless. I don't know. Time is bendable. Yes, time is bendable. I have an idea, a superhero idea. And so as you'll quickly realize, we don't have a particular topic in mind. We are just going to talk about bullshit, which will probably end up with us creeping on the cast of Spider-Man, if you remember from our Spider-Man review. When, oddly enough, Dan not being in the episode completely left all structure out the window. So. And I'm my, holding my I'm holding my my uh my little plushie of Peter too, because you never forget your first crush. That's true. Now, powerless man. Powerless man. Yes, powerless man is a superhero. Why? Why is he powerless? Because he has no superpowers. Oh. His power is to keep on fighting, despite the fact that he has no superpowers and how much he gets his ass kicked. Hmm. He's not like Kickass, where Kickass had like his like he had like metal bones put in after he got dropped out of the building. No, 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 no. Powerless man has no abilities. He has no artificial like mechanical limbs or metal skeleton to keep him from getting busted up. He just constantly gets his ass kicked by criminals while trying to like save Like Darkwing Duck. Yes. And he keeps on doing it, but he doesn't have any gadgets or anything. He's basically incompetent, but he has the power of, like, I'm going to keep trying to do this no matter how much I fail. And his name is Powerless Man. Space is warped. Time is bendable. Yes. These times. It's almost as good as the tubular vubular song. <laughs> I, I should I should laugh at that. That's that's a lot of that. that's a lot of skin in this movie. It sure is. <laughs> I need to watch that. I need to watch that again. Hey, move your mic. Actually, stop. Either stop moving your head or move your mic closer to you. Oh, like this. Here, talk. Hello. There's a little bit of a rattle. I don't know why. Move the mic a little further from your mouth, the headset. Maybe you're hearing the wires. That might be it. Okay. Hello? Talk. Huh? Hey, there we go. Okay. Oof. That was weird. Sorry. Anyway. Um, we'll, we'll, what are we going yeah, It's really... Okay. Hold on. We're going to pause. Um, no, actually, we're not going to pause. It's really getting crazy. Try to move your wires maybe behind your head if you can. Okay, so for everyone to know what's happening, um, Sandra is trying to put her headphones behind her head and her hair is attacking her. Like this? Yes. Talk again. Hello? 
Hello? Okay, much better. All right. Okay. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is the wires I think kept hitting you on the front. I think that started to cause distortion to sound. Oh. So, earlier before the show, we were talking about nerdy shit that we got for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Tell the world about your nerdy shit. Tell them about your, your little fuzzy Spider-Mans. My little fuzzy Spider-Mans. Okay. Um, there's this company called Two, In- Two Inch Giraffe made by this wonderful artist. I don't know how to pronounce it. That she's on... T- on I'm not sure if she's on TikTok. I was going to... Uh, Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, I was so relieved when Twitter is still there. Her name is Lani Mani. It's on... And, yes. And she makes plushies. Fan art and plushies. And I got... And I purchased in... July. I purchased these plushies in July while I still in that Spider-Man hyperfixation. Wow, you know you're still in Spider-Man hyperfixation. I've seen your Facebook and uh, Instagram. <laughs> it never yeah. stops. Yes, it never stops. Including, I think I, I think my recent Instagram story is is the one where um, Peter. Three says, I love you to his, shall we say, brothers, variants? Shall we say? Yeah. And then cut to many months later during the, um, the Zoom call where, where Toby Maguire and Tom Holland said to Andrew Garfield, We love you. It's like, <laughs> it's adorable. It's adorable, he, and he's like, "Oh my goodness, he's blushing." He's so like I, Andrew Garfield. And he's like, "Oh my goodness," and I just want to give them hugs, especially Garfield. Yes, he's like hugs, hugs. That's that's yes, hugs. Yes, Nothing else. Hugs. <laughs> hugs, squish, squish, squeeze, squeeze. Anyway, um, this I got. Yeah, I I was so happy when I got these plushies, and they're all like hugs. They're like puppies. They're spider. They're spider men, and they're puppies. They're spider puppies. And if you look at the, and I'm holding um, Peter one, the Peter one puppy, and he it has a little number one on the back, and, he, and there's the gold, and he's wearing this cute little jacket. It has the gold, the gold um, detail that represents that you know he has that that fancy star money. <laughs> And, uh, and there's I found it so weird they call him Peter One because for me he's still Peter Three. Actually, funny story: the whole idea of the the, the three Peters being brothers—that's not a new thing. It's hmm. actually uh, that was actually a concept in Japan because they don't because here here in America we're like fighting over which which Spider Man is the best. It's like, oh, I love, I love MCU Spider-Man. Oh, I love the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Oh, I love the Amazing Spider-Man. And then in Japan, it's like, I like all of them. Let's them be brothers, living in an apartment together, doing all these, like these, these weird shenanigans. Like, so Andrew, be honest, this is your fan fiction. Don't blame the country of Japan. <laughs> no, no, this actually happened in 2016. Which is right after uh, Civil War, I think. <laughs> Either right after Civil War or right. Movies. 
either right after Civil War or right after Spider-Man Homecoming. I forgot what year Spider-Man Homecoming was released. I know it's during the whole, I think it's around the cost of the administration. Yeah, you. Yes, I know. Anyway, and, uh, and in my hand is is uh, Peter 2, although really it's Peter, actually, uh, by the way, in Japan, Holland is, is 3, Garfield is 2, and Toby is one. Well, it makes sense because yes. Toby was first, Andrew Garfield was second. What happened to what you say? The one of the 1970s, he should pop up in there. <laughs> well, you mean the oh, and act oh, and sorry to sorry to interrupt myself, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things I want to go to is Tokyo Comic Con. Ah, there's Spider Man Spider-Man a, from the Japanese TV show. Yes, there is Spider. Wait, wait, how do you pronounce it? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yes. There's Sp- Spider-Man. Cosplayer over there. And he's doing like a whole meme with three Peters. Ah! That's amazing. By the way, I love the fact that Stanley himself was like, when they asked him what his favorite, when they asked him at the time what his favorite version of Spider-Man was, this was before the movies. And huh? he said, no, I like the Japanese one. I like it a lot better because in the, in the, um, in the, American one, he's just hanging around offices and fighting people, and they make it too much. They try too much to make it look like to make it like the regular Spider-Man, so it's boring. But in Japan, mm-hmm. they're creative, and they have the robot, and they have all this different stuff, and they actually do their own thing. And he actually, mm-hmm. for that reason, that he actually considers the Japanese Spider-Man to be his favorite version of the Spider- Spider-Man at that time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And holding my hand is is um, a plushie of of. Peter too, as a puppy, he has the blue, the noticeable blue eyes, and he's kind of have the sleepy eyes because, if you look at the actor, he has very sleepy eyes. I don't know what's going on with him. Narcolepsy. <laughs> uh, yeah, and yeah, and the, the a noticeable thing is that um, is the white outline. I feel like I'm trying to sell this. Maybe I do. I don't know. <laughs> well, sell yours. Yeah. You won't be able to have it anymore. What? I'll sell yours. You won't be able to have it anymore. I know. <laughs> you can take it off my my cold dead hands. And then <laughs> here's our favorite because we both love Andrew Garfield. E-E. He is Peter three. And since I'm mentioning these are puppy versions of of the Spider Man, his ears are more upright because Andrew Garfield's hair is all over the place. He has the model. I, I don't need no pillow. I just do this. <laughs> Even though, yeah, even when he he tries to like slick it up, like it's still that you can tell like the hair is like biting itself. Like I need to be chaotic. I don't care if you're playing. I don't care if you're playing Jeb Jeb from Under the Banner of Heaven. I need to get out. The good thing is, no matter who has what preference for Spider Man, we can all agree that the um. Uh, what was that? What was a fan film with the racist? Mm, Lotus. Yeah, we can all agree that Spider-Man Lotus is worse Spider-Man. Because mm-hmm. the other Spider-Mans don't hate minorities. I know. So there you are. Yeah, I think because uh, I know like um, Peter I know Peter too hangs out, you know, in his younger years is okay with gay people. Yep. And I know 
Peter three, it, you know, fights for equality for everyone, including the trans, the trans community. And Peter one is okay with people of all um, marginalized groups. Otherwise you won't be dating I was going to say Tom Holland, Tom Holland, Spider-Man be like, I have no interest in white women. Get away from me. Yeah. You've seen the movies I've been in. That thing kind of happened. Also, my girlfriend will kick your ass. Is it weird? I, even though he's all like fit and shit for Spider-Man because he's so squanchy. I just picture Zendaya being the one who kicks someone's ass in the relationship. He does have that, that energy. Like, I'm going to hide me. So I'm hiding. What the fuck are you doing? I, oh, I wish, damn. Uh, like, oh. I, I'm, in, I'm in Euphoria, Dune, and, and Casey Undercover. Oh, shit. Was he, did, they, did they finally put him in Euphoria? What? Did they actually put him in Euphoria? Who? Holland? Yeah, they didn't put him in Euphoria. Um, it was like a weird rumor. Like, he was like an extra in the background during the, during the, place, the play episode. Yeah, that's. Wow. I don't know. I know. I'm not even bothered to like look that up. I, I really hope like, that's not I kind of like it. I kind of like Euphoria for the spectacle. I didn't actually watch it. I heard it's really good. It's oh, good. by the way, did you know they actually made a Japanese Spider-Man Marvel Legends figure hmm. with his little uh, wrist thingy? I like the wrist thingy. It's a good accessory. Yep. It reminds me of, uh, was it the Ben Riley clone Spider-Man? Oh, by the way, uh, did you see him pop up at the trailer? Who? Um, ben Riley, the clone. Oh, yes. Yeah, did you see the list of Spider-Men who are in that trailer? It's freaking awesome. I know. And, and I love the fact that the Wolf Spider-Man is actually, was well, actually made by a local creator, uh, John Lehman, the creator of Chew. He created the Wolf Spider-Man in the, uh, in the Marvel Zombies Army of Darkness crossover. Oh, speaking of multiverse, have you read the the Edge of the Spider Verse? Um, I read comics? the original. I mean, the more recent one. No, I'm not. Okay, because uh, there's a car. <gasps> there's, there's a car, and he looks kind of <laughs> adorable. It's like oh, the, wait, you're talking about the spider buggy. The spider buggy. He looks I like love a spi- the spider buggy. I love the fact that the spider buggy was literally made. Oh yeah, I found out about this because of Dunford. Because you know, it's Dunford. He knows the Spider-Man mm-hmm. a little bit. And he had said that um, apparently they had made this, the, they kept being hara- bugged by people. It's like, we need to give them a dune buggy. It's like, why? Because dune buggies are really popular. You should have a dune buggy that goes up walls. And apparently Stan Lee was like, everyone else were like, why would we have this? He had go up walls. He has webs. He has all these things. He, but we why have to does give he need a, dune a car? Buggy. Yeah, he has to have a car. And so Stan Lee. It's New York. Like, yeah, so basically, Stanley was like, "Okay, we'll give him a we'll give him a Doom buggy, we'll give him a spider a spider buggy," and so they give him the Doom buggy. And the joke is that it breaks all the time. And eventually, he just every time he tries to use it, it breaks, and he just uses webs and flies off. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love that they're like, "This is useless." So yeah, yeah, we'll do it. Sure, it fucking breaks all the damn time because he never actually uses it. Oh yeah, here we go. Here's every Spider-Man spotted in New Spider-Verse 52 trailer. Um, of course, Miles, Gwen, Miguel. I'm so freaking happy that Miguel's in this. 
Yeah. Um, Jessica Drew, Peter B. Parker, of course. Uh, Mayday Parker. I thought you'd I thought you'd be happy about that. Yeah. Did I tell you I met the creator of uh, Mayday Parker? Yep. Yeah. Um, I've actually got a comic signed by him, uh, Tom DeFalco. I could actually possibly get him on the show. Oh, yeah. In the Okay, I got the... I know you can't see it through my phone, but it's Peter Park Carr. That's amazing. He's kind of cute. He's, like, he's so adorable. It's like, aww. This is not like the Cars universe where it's just like, ugh, great, creepy. <gasps> oh my god, remember I told you about the Indian Spider-Man and told you you should tell your students about him? The huh? pav- the Pavager prep car? The uh, Spider-Man from India? Uh-huh. He's, he's in the trailer. Oh my god, yes. Okay, so in the, um, it was, uh, it's Earth. It's Earth fi- uh, 53931, and it's the home of Peter Park Car. So Peter Park Car is just this regular old, looks like a weird pinto. <laughs> okay, so it's kind of like, um, oh, speaking of which, we've been, um, one of the best things I've discovered is re-watching, going back and watching Spider-Man and his amazing friends, the one from the 80s. Uh-huh. Because it's the funniest damn thing. He it's, needs more friends in the MCU. Yeah, like Iceman and Firestar. And Firestar's horse that was killed by Emma, Emma Frost while she was on cocaine. Oh, this is something not. that actually happened. I'm not lying to you listeners. And, <laughs> and he needs a doc too. <laughs> and she straight up told someone that she was on cocaine when she killed Firestar's horse. Oh, well, she's known it. She's crossed for a reason. Oh, yeah. And Aunt May is a Model T. The greatest stupidest in the world. So anytime he like transforms into Spider-Man, he's a buggy. So he's the who, spectacular Spider-Mobile. Who wrote what? this? Who made Hold this? This is the greatest thing ever. Hold on. I have to go back to the, because I'm using uh, Marvel Unlimited. Uh, so, okay, hold on. Uh, Dan Slot. Wait, what? Oh, Dan Slot. Fuck yes. How do I know? And it's called Drive You Crazy. Oh, like, also, Dan Slot wrote my favorite one of Spider Man's Amazing Friends. It was in. Did you you read the first Spider Verse miniseries, right? The big, the uh, a little bit. Ah, uh, you need to read the whole thing. Um, oh, and my. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm currently re- reading Edge of the current uh, run of Edge of the Spider-Verse and my favorite one, and, se- and this is from coming from a a Disney princess cosplayer is from Earth 423 with the Spinstress. Hmm. It's a spider spider princess. Dude, have you been keeping up with the Madam Web movie? No. Okay. Well, I know, like, you know, um, Cindy Sweetie is just so adorable. Wait, you don't know the whole cast, do you? No. Cindy Sweeney. Uh-huh. Isabella Merced. Emma Roberts. Dakota Johnson as Madam Webb. As Jessica Drew. Um, and Adam Scott as Ben Parker. Uh, Mike Epps is in the movie, too. Uh, okay. So let's oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, Ben Parker? Yeah, Ben Parker is Adam Scott, Uncle Ben. So, is this a prequel to like? I think it's in its own universe. Well, and or maybe, 
or maybe it's like it have, takes place in the future and we're just saying the son of Peter Parker. And it's directed by S.J. Clark, who worked on Orange the New Black, Jessica uh-huh. Jones, The Defenders, and Life on Mars. So, wow. why is nobody talking about this? Oh no! I mean, the Twitter. I, I don't know. The Twitterverse and, is very funny these days. And did you? And I was ready to give up on Sony Marvel altogether. That was mm-hmm. a Spider-Man movie. And then I started reading about Craven the Hunter. Which okay, comes Craig, next year. Oh, Aaron Taylor Johnson as Craven, which is why he's got all like all super ripped and badass lately. And apparently, it was the. Um, uh, and Jen will be happy. Jen will definitely be happy about Aaron Turner Johnson playing Craven. Um, but it was um, oh, what was a really the Bullet Train. If you haven't seen Bullet Train, watch Bullet Train. Okay, I the, think it's on either HBO yeah, Max Netflix. or Netflix. Netflix. Okay, I got. It is. I got it is a live action anime movie that's not a live action anime movie. Oh, like uh, like um, what's that one Tom Cruise one? No, but here's the difference. It's based off a Japanese novel, but they changed just enough, but they worked with the author too on it. So they did their own take on it, their own interpretation of it without while still sticking pretty close to the source material. Oh, so and, you don't have any like like um white naysayers saying like, oh, you ah, should um let's see. Okay. So everyone knows Brad Pitt's in it. Uh-huh. Joey Kane's in it, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Brian Tyree Henry, Andrew Koji, Hiroyuki Sanada, and anyone, he's been in a lot of movies, but anyone who's seen the recent Mortal Kombat movie knows he was the best part of the movie, Scorpion. Um, Michael Shannon, Sandra Bullock, Bad Bunny, Logan Lerman, and Zazie Beetz, and Masioka. Oh, and Karen Fukuhara from The Boys and from Suicide Squad. See, you see, kids, I just watched a lot of anime in high school and some in college, which is, and I have no knowledge of language whatsoever. Just my pronunciation of words is just really, really solid. So I sound smart, but I'm actually infinitely stupid. Same here. I don't know what I'm doing for most of, the, most of my day. Or life. I literally pronounce Italian and French languages well because of the fact that I watched a lot of movies from those countries. It helps to be a Military kid. Yeah. Oh, and Craven the Hunter with Aaron Taylor Johnson and Russell. Oh, what Crowley. is the premise? Maybe I'll like. What is the premise? Of uh, which one? Uh, Craven the Hunter. Craven the Hunter. And then we'll get. We'll uh, go back to. Uh, Russian Web. immigrant Sergey Kavanov is on a mission to prove that he is the greatest hunter in the world. Mm-hmm. It is by J.C. Chandor. You may know who that is. He no. directed the movie A Most Violent Year. Which is an award-winning movie. And it's a fantastic movie. Um, it's got um, number number number. It's got Oscar uh-huh. Isaac and Jessica Chastain. Oh, and he wrote the movie All Is Lost, which is another Oscar-winning movie, directed by Robert Redford. Every movie he's made has won awards, and he is the one directing Craven for um. For, the, uh, Robert sorry. Redford, and this is from me, like creeping on Spider-Man cast. I watch lot. Have you seen that movie Lions for Lambs? I've wanted to, but I never saw. It. I heard really mixed. Okay, um, okay. Some of them is compelling. Some of them is just boring. 
this. It's Andrew Garfield's earlier works, and he is good. He he's he's good nailing the American accent this early in his career. Wow. Yeah, but then again, it kind of helps that um, he was born in America for a few months and then went to the UK. True. Oh, uh, this is by the writer of Iron Man, but he also wrote Uncharted and Transformers the Last Night. So tread cautiously. Okay, yeah. So um, Lions for Lambs, it's still on HBO Max as far as I know. Some of the parts are like, meh. But some of them might, you know, their acting is pretty good. Like Tom Cruise and Meryl Streep, Robert Redford, and a few other people. I think the Redford directed it, did he? What? Didn't Redford direct uh-huh. it? Yeah. Did you? If you already said that, I apologize. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't mention that. Right, that little oh, okay. piece. Just I like it. He said it. You asked for it. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I think so. You really think so? I don't know. I'm not. You're no, the no, movie no, no, guy. No. Oh no, no. I know. I was making it. You're the movie guy. You have your encyclopedic knowledge. I, I'm trying to tread water here in. I don't even know what an encyclopedia is. I can't read. You know this. Reading is for suckers. That's why I've got all these books behind me and graphic novels and novels. And anyway, by read. the way, Billy Spentress comic in Edge of the Spider-Verse, it's a love letter for Disney if you love Disney. I mean, uh, her name, the, this is Princess Petra. And she's like, and she's, there's like references to like Aladdin because she's going to the marketplace in disguise and she's singing a song and she has a pet spider as her sidekick named Webster. I need I need to check this out. It's so adorable. And he's and he speaks in like spider language and then and once and once she gets her powers, he's like, oh my goodness, I can understand you now. And then she has a love interest called uh Mary Mary, because he's he's like a loot player, Mary James Watson. <laughs> As in, yeah, as in he's part of the married, married tribe of, I don't know. I appreciate this. He's like a loot player. He's like, he's a, he's a married soul. Oh, yeah. Oh. And. Sorry. And the, he has a, and she has a, she, I think it's a stepmom because, you know, Disney. Who is like, who is like, mysteri- who, who's like a combination, who is like, and then she summons the goblin. I want to check this out. What is it? Yeah. What's it called again? Oh, it's a. Uh, it's called Spentress. It's part of the Edge of the Spider Verse issue four. It has. Uh, okay, so it has it has Peter Porker, it has Peter Parker, it has Spentress. I think this is. I think this is the same issue as uh, Web Weaver, the, the 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 gay Spider-Man. Hmm. Hey, I have a question. Oh yeah, there's you. a disabled Spider-Man too. Oh, I've heard about that one. Um, yeah. Have you gotten Marvel Unlimited yet? Uh, I'm on it. You're on oh, it. Wait. Yep. Perfect. Oh wait. Well, okay. So and, oh, uh, Web Weaver is in issue five, so that's going to be like I don't know, a few weeks or a month. 
Yeah, I'm now, glad you finally got Marvel Unlimited because I remember when me and um, when we in Crisis were bugging you about that. Yeah, I just like I got I got it. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I I because the thing is, I sometimes these like I love these like illegal sites where you where you we don't scam. endorse that. We don't endorse that. I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> but sometimes you get your little sketchy little. Little viruses going on. I mean, oh, so you're uh, got it. So it's a mixture of of non not comic scans and porn. Okay, your computer's been fried. I understand. Oh no, I just got this computer. What's going on? Why does it? Why does it keep asking me if my what's my what's if if I want a bigger penis? That doesn't make any sense. How did that happen? Oh, um, I need to show you. It's too many clip. I want to get your. I want to get your take on this. This is from the movie Bullet Train, and this is going to sum up why I think you would like it and why I think everybody. Okay, I've seen like, like I see like the trailer for it. I think it was like one of the yes, but I'm going to Marvel show you scene from it. This is very much an auto Marvel movie. Okay. Make sure you have the audio shared because I forgot how do I share audio. I don't know. You're the tech guy. I just, I? I know nothing. Doot, doot, doot. Let's see. Let's see if I can figure out how to share audio on Zoom. There we go. Share sound. Holy shit. I'm basically a wizard. All right. Oh, no. Boy, that's a good thing. There you go. So let me know if the volume is too loud and I'll adjust for it too quiet. Holy fucking hell. Do you mind? Was it fucking blind or something? Oh, that's not nice. Well, come on, Nick. No, you don't have to nick the biscuits, man. Oh, no. You're right. Okay, yeah, cool. fucking awesome. No, thank you. Oh, is this like an anthology? No, it's not an anthology. This fight scene right here. The reason to watch this movie. It's whole sequence with him. Yeah. That's kick ass, by the way, with that mustache. <laughs> In Quicksilver, uh, mm-hmm. uh, one of them. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, Charles. Oh no, thank you. We're okay. Oh, I, I would love a bottle of water. You know what? Do you have um, anything sparkling with bubbles? Awesome. Thank you. Don't worry. Awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bro, I just remember I gave all my money to that guy to wear my hat and glasses. <laughs> How much for the bottle of water, love? Thousand yen. No, you're welcome. Yeah. Thousand yen. That's. Ten quid for that bottle of water, mate. Thank you. Sure you want to talk this out? Not particularly, no. <sighs> okay. Here you go. Let me just replenish myself up, and then I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> so... Based off your short impression of that movie and that snippet, 
I like it. So it's on Netflix, right? Yes. And apparently that movie, like it did decently in theaters, but because of the push on Netflix, literally most people are like basically treat it almost as a Netflix movie. Because the ninety nine percent of people saw it in in on Netflix um, theaters, because it hit like literally the week after video release. Mm, just give it like a couple of weeks, and then oh, it's Netflix. the number one streaming movie on Netflix, though. Okay. So. Yep. You know, you know, after you know, we get we did our we got our pillow Wednesday, and like, oh, what else is there? Oh, and it's by the same director who made, um, who made the first John Wick. Mm-hmm. And but this is the what I call the shinier of the two directors because the other one, one of the two directors, shinier, shinier because these movies tend to have a little more like slickness to them, a little more polish. I can um, see that. Yeah, he's he works with color, which a lot of directors seem to be afraid of. And yeah. he did Atomic Blonde. I like and, color. Mm-hmm, he did Deadpool two, and he did the co- Fast and Furious presented Hobbs and Shaw. You know, you can tell, like, with Deadpool, the color Oh, yeah. Dude, like, I love the fact that you have a director who's not afraid to actually have a colorful-looking movie. Because it gets so tiring when everything is just, like, uh, what was it? It started the Twilight movies when everything was, like, that kind of blue and orange shit for, like, the entire time. For, like, then time. you got yourself, I think you got yourself the snuck. Say the Snyder one. So I wish that it was what came first, the, but, the Nolan or the Snyder. Nolan, but the, but the funny thing is, like Snyder, uh, both of those directors though have a style, very much a style all their own. Like mm-hmm. for Snyder, if, I honestly think he kind of makes it work. I mean, you look at something like The Watchmen or something like um, Three Hundred, would it have worked without that style? I think. Oh yeah, uh, I'm just like, I just remember that one. One uh one scene in Wonder Woman where she's, she's commenting how gray London is. It's like it's hideous. <laughs> oh, um, real quick. So David Leach is also a stuntman. That's how him and the other director of John Wick got their start. And let's see what some of the stuff he has worked on. He worked on uh, Tron Legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he worked on Speed Racer. He worked on the Bourne movies. He did um. Serenity, uh, V for Vendetta, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, uh, Constantine, uh, the Matrix movies, and a bunch of other stuff too. And him and the other director, the other director tends to double for Brad Pitt, which is why he did this movie as a favor to them, despite the fact that with the budget of the movie, it was not going to, I think he had to work for like a lower pay scale, but he did the movie for them as a favor because they basically stunt choreographed him for like his entire life. Like we're bros, you yep. Oh, um, I forgot. So, this is kind of a gift card. Yeah, your, slash, your your Christmas present. Gift card purchase slash Christmas present to myself. Oh. Uh, Batman Omnibus Volume Two by Scott Snyder. Different Snyder, much more talented. Um, by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. And this Greg has been Capullo. out of yeah. Greg Capullo is amazing. Where did I hear yes. that name from? Well, he's a huge artist. He used to work on Spawn, and he did um, the just he he did like one of the bigger the Dark Knight's Metal story that came out from DC. That's by him. His artwork is flipping amazing. Yeah, uh, I forgot to tell you about the Christmas gifts I got from from my students. 
Oh, oh, hold on. Uno Mas. Huh? Um, Jubilee. Oh, Funko Pop. Because anyone oh. who follows me on Facebook knows how much I love Jubilee. And um, got two other Marvel Legends figures on my shelf, and I'm too lazy to get them. Uh, they are Havoc from the X-Men and Maggot, one of the most infamous characters. That's not great, but I love Maggot, and everyone who says no, a, shut we up. We need more love for our lesser-known mutants. I just, I, I just, I just, I was trolling the shit out of Omar for near conditions. We worked at this a couple times. Oh, oh yeah, good news, cool news for everybody. Okay. Um, near condition is a YouTube video uh, devoted to news updates and reviews of collected editions, graphic novels, omnibuses, etc. And Omar, uh, the head of near, the host of near condition, has worked with us multiple times on Circuit Forty Two, as have many of his collaborators. And um, including uh, Ode, the cosplayer Old Fell uh, works with both of us, and of course Crisis, Crushing Crisis. Um, and we at Circuit Forty Two were recently featured on Omar uh, the video on Near Mint Condition, YouTube's favorite comic reads of 2022, where I recommend my favorite comic book collected edition of 2022. This was called YouTube's Favorite Comic Reads of 2022, exclamation point. It is on New York Condition, and uh, you get to see myself, Ian, from Circuit 42. Like and subscribe, brother. Yep, yep. Yee, Make sure to tap on the bell to subscribe for notifications. All the bells. Quack, quack. Oh, and if you want to see a comic book graphic novel collection that would make just basically make you like just blow your mind, because his house is his basement is basically a library. Oh, is it like, is it like the like a geeky version of that one scene in Beauty and the Beast where there's yes. like their entire basement is a multi line finished library. Here you go. There's a link uh, to the channel. Okay. It's like, oh my goodness! If someone had like shows me their library of comic books, like Beauty and the Beast style, I'm like, you. I'm kind of jealous. Oh, and this is the video that we were featuring in. But, um, but yeah, so that was a cool little Christmas gift. Um, and um, da, da, ba, ba, ba. your Christmas gifts are your presents. Your presents okay. for your Christmas gifts for your students. Go, go. Yes, okay. So I felt like many months ago, I felt like the, you know, form like, tell, tell us about yourself, your favorite thing. So your parents will give you stuff. Well, my my well, the parents gave me. I got two bags of Starburst Code Red because that's Ew. my favorite candy in the whole world. I don't care if it's I don't care if it's made of like animal bright products. I like it. Animals but, clearly meant to be eaten. Don't at me, bro. Yes, because I just realized. Like, wait, Starburst is not vegan. Oh, nuts! <laughs> there goes my chance of landing a hot vegan. Chicken isn't vegan. <laughs> I understood that reference. <laughs> See, here's the thing about us: layers and layers of pop culture. If you want the most extreme version of that, and a version of Circuit Forty Two that just goes down the nerd pop culture rabbit hole to the point where it's basically has the subtlety of a later Kevin Smith movie in terms of pop culture. Mm-hmm. That's why you listen to a Circuit 42 episode that's specifically Ian and Sandra, because we have no one to reel us back in. Ah! 
I've been reeled. What, what? By who? What's his face? Not you, Ian. You're real. You're reeling it with me. Ah. Oh no! Ooh. He got your wire in the net. <laughs> also weird, absurdist crap. I give them credit, man. They got a six foot two fishing net, man. That is impressive. That you know what? I think at that at that amount of effort and time, I'm I, I will be caught. Okay. And I'll do so. So I got two bags of Starburst, and from the from the from the PTA, I got one hundred dollars worth of one hundred dollars gift card from Joanne's because I wrote down in my little you know, about me page, like my favorite store is Joanne's. So like, you know, you know, just in case the local fabric store is closed because it's a family owned and I like to support small businesses. It's like, okay, what else is there? Joanne's? Okay. I'll go there because my last resorts are always Walmart and Michaels. Michaels don't have that, don't have fabrics. If they do, it's like, birthday quality like oh i can see myself through the silk dude come on my office is all michael's frames is it cheap oh yeah i always oh yeah and i got and also one of my guilty pleasures restaurants is mcdonald's because anytime i had a bad day or if i'm working really hard i treat myself to mcdonald's in fact i went to i went to mcdonald's uh, during the at, right after the, I did my 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 little dil, my duty at the Fiesta Bowl parade, and here's the thing about the Fiesta Bowl parade: it's many miles to walk there. Oh, wow! So lots of calories. It's like I need something with high fat to like these weenies. Look at me, the energy I need. Like I need a burger. I need something nuggets. I don't care what's made of. I it's it has that nice tempura te- uh, texture. That I don't get anywhere with other nuggets. And those skinny, skinny dry fries. <laughs> so I got a McDonald's gift card. And and I think and a bunch of like sweets here and there and and a few things I can just <clears throat> re-gift. <laughs> it's like, here you go, here's some perfume and lotion combo. Merry Christmas. See, and that's what Sandra bought me that cologne that one time. It's like, I don't need this. Here, Ian, I have cologne. It's like, oh, thank you. Why do I need cologne? I'm a, <laughs> kind of weird. Anyway, from my family, I got a Blu-ray of the the, the sleeper club, the sleeper hit. Everything, everywhere, all at once Woo. with with the fabulous Michelle Yeoh. I
I think it's I think it's Kihei Kwan. Kihei Kwan. Yeah. Kihei Kwan. Yeah. Who who rise from the ashes? Here, I'm gonna. And it goes to show, like you know, Asian needs Asians need representation. Yeah, it's really true. And the funny thing is, it's kind of tragic, but his is like comeback. But it's kind of goes to show, like you know, the Hollywood is not. I mean, we're progressing, but very like snails pace. Here's the funny part: a lot of people like he didn't do a lot of stunt work, but people forget that he actually was a stunt coordinator for um, X Men, the first one. Oh, it was a fight between Wolverine and Mystique. Ugh. Yeah, and I know he also doubled for uh, Jet Li in the movie The One. Because right. yeah, I'm just putting awesome. all my plushies in on my desk. I was like, they're all sitting there listening to me. So I have a question for you. You mentioned McDonald's. Yes. Oh well, first off, if you want anyone who wants like my, to know my favorite favorite Michelle Yeoh movie. Uh, it's called Tai Chi Master. It was made in 1993, and it is just Michelle Yeoh and Jet Li being babies. And mm. doing, oh, just kicking yes, she's, isn't she like supposed to be like the female equivalent of Jet Li? She is, like, nice. she really is. Like, she, she's in the league on her own. Honestly, I have had a crush on her since like forever today. Um, she was 31 when she did that movie. And let's see. How old was Jelly? I can't believe Jelly and her are only a year apart. I always forget that. So, yeah, he was 30 and she was 31. Well, the, you can't believe it that she was 31 or she, like. Oh, no, they're, they're both like ageless wizards, man. But, um, we're, we're immortal until until one of us, until. Until we you hit, hit 80, and then it just kind of falls out, falls out once, right? Actually, we. Oh, yeah, 80. And then and it doesn't really matter because, you know, life expectancy of an American is like 80. So that's just sad. We're oh. not we're not immortals. So I have a question. I, only our youthful is. What the fuck is the grimace supposed to be? What is he supposed to represent? Because Ronald McDonald's the creepy clown. Mm-hmm. Hamburger's the burglar of hamburgers. You know, like like Homer said, he's stealing all the burgers. <laughs> stop, stop. He's already dead. And like the fry kids are fries. And then I, like is he like a purple potato who looks kind of like a butt plug? Is that is that covers this whole thing? No, if it's a if it's if it's a potato. Can we get get like sweet potato fries instead? Because he kind of looks like a potato butt plug. Is I that think, wrong to me? I don't know. I think he's more like a... Hold on. Let's, let's hear about the... I appreciate that Ryan Reynolds did the voice of the Grimace on, in the Super Bowl ad last year. That was pretty good. Oh, look. There's a wiki, there's a wiki up for everything, including McDonald's. Now, what the fuck is Grimace? Oh, my God. He does kind of look like Elon Musk. What the shit? Oh... Hey, oh, uh, oh, oh, someone make, was making fun of them and they sent fake Grimace coins to the moon. That was her whole joke, because they were going to send Grimace coins to the okay, moon. Okay, there was a 
Let's see. Originally, there was an evil grimace with two pairs. Oh, he was supposed to be like a villain who like steals milkshakes. Yeah, Grimace stole a lot of milkshakes. And then he re- revised to be one of the good guys. Oh, he, he's, his original look was supposed to have multiple arms. Like know, a monster. Yeah, oh, I'm right when now. I was a kid, I thought Grimace was like, you know, a Sesame Street monster. Hey, question. Speaking of McDonald's and weird things, um, mm-hmm. remember in Paradise Valley, they had the McDonald's that had a dinosaur in front of it for some reason? Mm, I think, uh, think so. Why? I don't understand. Why did the why did the McDonald's... Someone told me the other day, because three years ago, I ended up talking to people from all over, and one of them was from Paradise Valley, and mm-hmm. I was sad because I found that they got rid of the dinosaur. Oh yeah, there everything is bland now. And I'm like, what the fuck? All fast food restaurants need dinosaurs in front of them. What the hell is your problem? Like I said, like the now the modern architecture of of fast food is like very bland. So just in case if uh, one of them like goes under, it's like okay, let's let's turn this McDonald's into a Taco Bell. Oh my god! So apparently, Benson, Arizona, got the dinosaur. Oh. Yes, they moved the Velociraptor. It's still, it's apparently still around. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I never understood that. Like, why is her Velociraptor in front of McDonald's? Oh yeah, I remember. There's a bird in front in the like McDonald's. I know there's a there's, oh yeah, Birdie, the girl. Oh, birdie. The, no, I birdie. The Smurfette of the Smurfette of the all McDonald crew. My medical bracelet. Let's <laughs> all the burgers. Oh no! <laughs> this is the greatest darkest Simpsons moment ever. Well, it's actually, no. The, the actually no. The darkest <laughs> Simpsons moment ever is still. Um, hey, le- hey! You're like the delightful little TV leprechaun. <laughs> what? The- what the <laughs> you're lucky charms. Wait, do you not remember that? Oh my god! What yeah. season is that? Oh my God, Mr. Burns straight up uh, drills. Uh, what's his? Who's the who's the old, who's the old oh, man who dies a lot? Oh yeah, he's was high on ether. Yes, let's find it. Mr. Burns drills mole man. There we go. Well, yeah, he because he thinks that the Homer was popping fresh because he was so high on ether, and that's how they got like the fu- like the funding to get his own bully league. Let's find this so people can understand. And the Homer says, like, Mr. Bruce is giving money away, either drunk or or high or something. Okay, sure, so good. Here we go. Mention it. Uh, Excuse me, I'd like to request $17 for a push broom rebristling. Wait, I'm going to get you a lucky charms. Oh no, my brains! Oh my god! Oh no, my brains! Possibly <laughs> well, the greatest Simpsons moment ever. Oh, hold on. We, can, we need to bring one more Hans Mallman sequence. All right, Simpson. Cartman of of the. Let me get you to the up your tail and ran through the Simpsons. Well, that makes me hungry. Time to go. But he ate my last meal. 
Well, if that's the worst thing that happens to you today, consider yourself lucky. Are you really allowed My to? Goodness, he has such local Trevor James. Has such Reverend Lovejoy, he sounds like the man who's seen it all. Reverend Lovejoy makes me sad. <laughs> His daughter's a bitch. <laughs> yes, and she's still voiced by Meryl Streep, which I just, like, what? Yep. And it just sounds, still sounds like a little kid. It's very weird. I think that's why, like, during the 90s, everyone was like, oh my goodness, Meryl Streep is so good. She can play anyone, including a little girl. Oh, hell, what on a writer did it? People forget about that. Oh, yeah, she plays uh, Lisa's rival. Mm-hmm. And I always feel bad for her because it's like she's not trying to rival anything. She's just trying to do good at school. And, like, yeah. I love how you realize how vindictive Lisa can actually be. Uh-huh. I mean, the, I mean, hell, your teacher gives you a, a note that says you are Lisa Simpson. You got to get that shit figured out, kid. You got your confidence. Yeah, yeah. That's why she has it. Has that note framed. It's like a constant reminder. Also, like that episode. But I like it how, how she's just she's flawed and not like a like a a saint. But I also like the fact that in the earlier seasons, Lisa can be a kid. I know. I love Lisa in the early seasons because she's pretty much like part of the little troublemaker duo with Bart. She's like a more intelligent version of Bart. Oh, here you go. Lisa's Substitute. Lisa's Substitute is the greatest Simpson episode of all time. Because um, it has because it has Sam Eddick. Yes, Sam Eddick uh, played by Dustin Hoffman. And where Michael Jackson is the least creative name of all time is Jack Michelson. Um, Dustin Hoffman as Sam Eddick is possibly the greatest name of all time. As this is during the earlier, earlier years of The Simpsons, where like I don't know about this. Yep, and he's only one of two people to use a false to use a fake name. Until he talked like this. Wait, wait, wait why are we uh, Judge Doom all of a sudden? <laughs> I don't know. I thought I said oh. like this. I just walked. I was trying to be the Michael Jack. Jackson from that, from that, and sit, and then Homer goes to the Nuthouse episode. I love that for copyright reasons, they still don't say that he made he's actually saying this on because he basically did that so they didn't have to like pay a stupid amount of money. Like, he pretty much came up with the idea that somebody else that they would credit somebody else with this on, but he uh-huh. is actually singing the least it's your birthday. But because he was just being decent, he was like, How about we just say that somebody else sang this on? Credit someone else. Fake, make a fake name. I sang the song, so you guys don't have to pay for it. Oh, that's nice. Yep. But then everything else happened. It's like, God damn it. Oh, no. It always made me sad that it turned out like Michael Jackson was just weird, and that was about it. And just really, really weird. Yeah, and like an eccentric millionaire. Yeah. And did he use some stuff that was questionable? Yeah. But you know what I would do? I would not be a tar- terrible parent and leave my kids in some in the sister millionaire's house. Supervised, yeah. And um, the fact that they made that HBO documentary that turned out to be bullshit, mm-hmm. and because of that HBO documentary, his episode of The Simpsons is still not on The Simpsons on Disney Plus. Really? Let me check. Oh, by the way, season two, see- right? Yeah. Oh, did you update your Simpsons on Disney Plus to fix the um to fix the aspect ratio? How did I do that? Oh, shit. Okay, most people don't know about this. 
Um, if you go to the I have you chocolate, know, I have chocolate on my my remote because we are nerds. I'm like I'm like I'm like every that bully character in in like those children's films. I'm like ah, uh, you're just Uter with this chocolate. What? It's Uter. Oh, Uter, he's such a sweetheart. And so forgotten. Oh man, I'm full of chocolate. <laughs> oh yeah, I was. Oh yeah, I remember. I was watching Bluey. Oh, here you go. If you go to the Disney Plus app and you go to the Simpsons on any of the older episodes and slide details uh, oh, and turn yeah. off the remastered aspect ratio, it will go back to the original like square okay, frames for the early seasons. Okay, all right. Well, it took me a while to get to the. All right. I need to check on season two. Bart gets an F. Simpson Delilah. Two cars on there. Wait, that's season two, right? Or season three? Uh, hold on. I'm going to check season three just in case. So, in case anyone has not Wait realized, there really is no theme with this episode. Start breaking yeah, down. Season three, episode one. Okay, because the first episode I got is uh, Mr. Lisa Goes to Washington. Yes, yeah, so Star Trek and Dad is now is not on Disney Plus and it has never been. Flanders, Bart the Murderer, Homer Define. Oh. Father Like Clown, Treehouse of Horror, Lisa's Pony, Saturdays of Thunder, Flaming Moes. Uh the one that's in German. That's really translate as Mr. Burns buys a power plant. I Mary Marge, Radio Bart. Oh, with Sting. Lisa the Greek. By the I'm way, the link I just put in the chat will tell you how to fix the Simpsons aspect ratio. Anyway, oh, really you know what? That's you know what? I need to go on vacation because that idea, because that idea of being in a bathtub with chocolate with chocolate cheesecake with chocolate with chocolate chip cheesecake and a bottle of tequila sounds really good. Yeah, at the same while, time. While uh, while Thelma and Louise was playing. Just don't go. Uh, just just don't go driving afterwards. We're also going to end up like Thelma and Louise. Dead. All right. All right. Let's go to details. So you said details, right? Yep. Yep. Go to details. And then all you're going to do is go to remastered aspect ratio and switch. Okay. It it's, already, it's already selected for me. So. Okay. But you turned it off, right? The remastered aspect ratio? No, no. It's already on. Oh, turn it off. Turn it off? Why? Yeah. Because that is what's making all of them widescreen. Oh, so I had to turn it off? Yep. And the funny thing is the picture quality won't drop at all. It just switches it back to the original framing. And only the later seasons that were actually widescreen are going to be widescreen. So instead of so what cropping... what do you mean like later season? Like what is our cutoff rate? Our um, cutoff season? Well, the, the, season, the season that came out around the same time as the movie. Okay. So, so I think it was season 20. So that's, the, that's like beyond season 10. Yeah. Okay. Let me find my favorite episode. Let me, let's test this out. Let me find my favorite episode. Okay, so take my life, please. At season twenty, episode ten, is the I'm, first. I'm on the last. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna. I. So I'm on the last exit to Springfield, which is my favorite one. My favorite. Oh, is that the one with um with uh Hank Scorpio? That, no, Tenno Plan. Uh, he said he's racist. Ah, yes. Okay, so my, now it's like, and now the the aspect ratio is like this. Is this correct? Let me see. Let me see. Yes, because okay. that's how it was originally on TV. Because here's the thing: if you compare the widescreen to the full screen, they cropped it. It's like when they do those oh. crappy DVD Blu-ray releases. Okay, they cropped it to okay, make widescreen. Okay, that screen. explains so much. 
point of watching these episodes of The Simpsons. Yeah, because you're missing a lot of jokes. Or even like some like visual gags. So thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you, Ian. Yeah, most people, they did not advertise at all. And they told everyone they were going to fix it. And then they just didn't fix it. And it's like, they fixed it, but they didn't tell anybody. So it's Yay, like, now you can watch Simpsons at least uh, until season 10. That's right. The Simpsons, the cause of, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Ooh, that should be that should be on a t shirt. Well, actually, no, the, that line was Homer when he talked about beer, the cause of life's. I know. The cause I'm of, just like, ah, yes. I forget how dirty it is. Yes. Yes. In case you don't know, my collect. Oh, here's the thing. It's been one year since No Way Home. My collection of Spider-Man memorabilia has grown. By the way, is it weird that people forget No Way Home is a Christmas movie? It ends on Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Hello? It's, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, and something. people forget that Spider- the first Spider-Man movie was a Thanksgiving movie, too. Yeah. And like yeah. people forget that like Iron Man 3 is a Christmas movie. Uh-huh. Spider-Man's Christmas movie and Batman Returns. Best Christmas movie because it has the Christmas aesthetic. By all the way, throughout, all throughout the movie. Rewatching, I, I never disliked Iron Man three. Like Iron Man three gets a lot of hate, but watching it, I'm like, you actually fixed one of the worst issues with the Mandarin of the original comics of him being super racist by basically pointing out that this is an arrogant white person's version. Of what they think a foreign terrorist would be like, and then I think, uh, and now I think that like, kind of backs it up with Shang with Shang Chi is like, hey, yeah. there's this white man who's like, who who names himself after an orange. It's like, okay, I he's, love that he's they down in my super, basement. Yeah, I love that they also have a superhero movie that actually dealt with PTSD in an immature way. Yeah, people forget about that. And no, incels, Joker is not a superhero. Oh, by the way sorry I'm like thinking about the recent events with what's his nuts try to try to talk down da- talk down Greta Thor- uh, Thor- oh the sex trafficker yeah that was, that yes. was thin. <laughs> yes that was amazing but it's kind of not but it's kind of like satisfying be, to hear that careful like, when you recycle your pizza boxes and then uh, I don't know it's like it's, Sometimes social media gives you little nuggets out, like gives you hope. Yep. Like, 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 in Romania. like that one woman, like that one woman at the taco, at the, not taco, uh, Waffle well, House. Yes, Waffle House. You mean, you mean Wonder Woman? Yes. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, the Waffle House Wonder Woman. And then oh. Linda Carter says, I trained at the Waffle House. Linda Carter is a freaking icon. I will yeah, that's why I followed her on Tumblr, <laughs> along with uh, Ryan Reynolds, although I think he did that as a joke. <laughs> I don't think Ryan Wells is anything as a joke, let's be honest. Oh, um, let's see. So, yeah, do, just do me a favor. Look up Greg Capullo, and you'll see why Greg Capullo is awesome. Right. Greg is just spelled G-R-E-G. Capullo is spelled C-A-P-U-L-L-O. Come on, let's... Come on, puppies. Out of the, of the way. I need to type something. Comp, comp, comp. All right, so how to spell his last name? Last name is Susan Charlie. Huh? Alpha. Papa, he's in Papa twice. Uh-huh. I totally misspelled that. I am a dum dum. Hold on, let's do it one more time. Oh no, it's G. It's C A P. A P. 
U L L O. Oh, I got it. And just look at Greg can play your art. Funny thing about this about the Google algorithm, they kind of like they kind of predicted like, okay, he is a comic book nerd. He's gonna type in these words. So how awesome is his is his artwork? Let me check his art. Ooh, there's some dark stuff here. Ooh, this is a BB Batman. I like BB Batman. So this book that I got, this omnibus, this and the first book are 99% drawn by him. So just imagine an entire Batman series basically drawn by this guy. He just did like a remake of the of the Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight Returns. Um, he, I think he did a, um, like a, like a, like a a variant for it. Yeah, he looks like a recreation, which is very impressive. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Him and Scott Snyder did an independent series on comicsology called We Have Demons. Oh, the other Snyder. Yep. Oh. Uh, Very small. uh, I found that something interesting the other day. Uh, Today, actually. And it makes me realize why a lot of the X-Men movies tended to have problems. Even though we like them, they tend to have their problems. Olivia Munn had to explain, apparently, when she was on X-Men Apocalypse to Brian Singer and the writer of X-Men Apocalypse, the yes, Psylocke, in fact, has a twin brother. She had to explain to them who Captain Britain was. So she has to, like, comic book explain to the... To... Who? Uh, to Brian Singer. Brian Singer, who is and, very uh, questionable, who is super questionable. Oh, he's super questionable. That's why when you go back and watch X Men Two and that scene where um she uses uh, Mystique knocks that guy out in the bathroom, I'm like, oh, is this just the Brian Singer way of filmmaking? And, uh, and she- I knew this almost ten years ago mm-hmm. when I wrote articles about. When I wrote articles back when Circuit Part Two had a website. Oh, and she had to explain to him and Simon Kingberg, the producer of the X-Men movies, about Captain Britain. Olivia Munn. Oh, I heard so that in case name Olivia Munn doesn't... Oh, because Olivia Munn, she was Psylocke in the X-Men movie, but mm-hmm. Olivia Munn was also on the show The Newsroom by Aaron Sorkin, and she was the host, co-host of Attack of the Show on Ooh. T4 back in the day. Because like, I got She was also married to John Mulaney. No, no, they're not married. They're he. They're, oh, they have a kid. They have oh, a kid I, together. A, I thought they were married. I didn't know. I didn't know. Okay. I'm dumb, dumb. Apparently, she's a military like, brat, which I didn't know. And she's oh yeah, oh yeah, I do it. She because I follow her because she's happening to beat the knees. Yeah, she is freaking awesome, and she has and lots of very pr- She's very proud of her heritage. So mm-hmm. like, yay! Because like, oh my, because right now I'm following her on Instagram. So it is like oh my goodness. My mom, that's no. My mom always do that too. I love her matter of factness. There's a, it was a, um, was it when Vanity Fair does a little like internet question videos or Google search videos? Uh huh. Um, she was taught, she said, um, so a lot of journalists use Wikipedia for research. And she said, um, you probably shouldn't do that because a lot of it's not true. Like, I was never a model ever. She's just really pretty. Yeah, and she actually said that. She said, a lot of journalists do that. They shouldn't. But I'm like, I, I like you. <laughs> Call people out of their stupid shit. Yeah. Okay, got, here's the thing. Why I'm a little, that's why I'm a little bit slow on with my, 
with confusing who Olivia Munn is. I thought it was the other Olivia. It's just another manic Monday. Even though it's Friday. Olivia Monday. <laughs> yeah, because like, there's Olivia Munn and Olivia Wilde. It's like, wait a minute. Which Olivia? Or, and there's Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, yeah. Well, Olivia Rodrigo is awesome. Is it wrong that the other she's, day she's, I, half, like, she's half Filipino? So that's yay. cool. Um, was it the other day? I uh, was thinking about her music, and I'm like, is she gonna? Is she like the Philippine version of Taylor Swift? In terms of the content of her music, like I mean, driver's license. Yeah, because every song is a sad is a sad song about somebody she did on her, or that broke up with her, and I'm like. I'm getting the vibe. I don't want to say I'm getting the vibe, but I'm getting the vibe. Oh, that, yes. Yeah. Although, I also dig, I also dig Taylor Swift, too. Oh, no, dude. I'm not going to, I don't, I'm not going to pay, like, a buttload of money. I love the fact that she called out Ticketmaster, that, that she was the one who really kept, who really pushed that to make that shit finally happen. Yeah. It's like, we love you. We love you, Taylor. We well, you heard about the why she re-recorded, re-recorded all of her own songs, right? I think, like, because her record company, like, like screwed her over with the masters. Yeah, so she recorded all new versions. Like, screw you. I'm going to record everything on my own terms. Yeah, she actually recorded every single song that she made again. Mm-hmm. That's why on my Christmas wish list, I want the Taylor version. Yep, yep. Oh, and... um. And I've and here's the thing. I've always been mixed on Taylor Swift. I listened to her new album and I'm like, holy crap, I could see Anti- why. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, was it Avatar Hayes and Antihero? Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. And then Jen, who always makes fun of Taylor Swift and basically says, it's like a person, it's like a deer became a person. And I'm like, yeah, that's not but far there's off. There's something wrong with a deer. Deers no, are awesome. No, but she said because they're, because they're kind of like, she says because they're, they move very gracefully, but they're also kind of. Like really long limbed, but kind of weird looking. I'm like, that's all. <laughs> I was like, oh. but, but um, it's like Bambi. Mm-hmm. Only Bambi's a dude, and taller than Kanye. Oh boy. Yeah, I, 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 wow, we can talk about Kanye the Nazi. Kanye the Nazi. Yeah, this is. Oh midnight. yeah, that's her album, Midnights. Man, I need to get that album, or at least a vinyl. Oh, um. Yeah, I just listen to Apple Music. I'm not gonna lie. I am a heathen. That's okay. I'm a. I, I think I'm a. I'm a hipster. I think I'm better than everyone. <laughs> Which is actually an appetizer. That sounds disgusting. Yeah. You said douche boosh. I'm not going a to. Moose boosh. Oh, moose boosh. Okay, that sounds adorable. Moose bush. Very nice bush. It's my moose bush. Why by the way, why are mooses so murderous? Because they're adorable. <laughs> what? Why are moose why why is the moose such a murderous animal? Because the moose is adorable. Same with hippos. It's very wrenching. There is a and then you realize, oh no, we're on their territory. Gotta run. Bye. I mean it reminds me of when we were at the zoo. And there was a mama hippo and a baby hippo, and there was some in the water, and they little floppy ears and the floppy tail. Yeah. And then, like, 
for watching this, and it's adorable because the only baby hippo is this. I'm chub chub stupid, follow mama, and then <laughs> spew of feces just comes out of the back of mama hippo in the water and just hits baby hippo in the face, and we are laughing and feeling sad for baby hippo because mama hippo poop was went all over baby hippo. The thing, the thing that you can't like, you know, shit where you, you know, swim. Yeah, because it's just it was the nastiest thing ever. It was a... Oh my goodness! Oh, speaking of shit, have you seen Babylon? I need to watch Babylon. I need, like, I was asking on Facebook, like, who wants to see Babylon with me? Warning: It's three hours long, and it's twisted as shit because. I I I can't watch this alone. <laughs> I love the fact that IMDb has a comedy as one of the subgenres of Babylon. And well, like, it's kind of like a dark comedy, so it's yeah. I, I know, but is that like how the Emmy Awards didn't want to just, or the Golden Globes did not want to just give a Best Picture nomination to The Martian, so they rate it as a they they categorize it as a comedy slash musical. Remember, everyone, this is a real thing that I'm mentioning right now. This happened. Like, I shouldn't have to say that, right? Like, we shouldn't the have to Martian say The Martian is a musical? It's not a musical. It's not a comedy. It's a drama. It's a, basically a Robinson Crusoe story in space. Kind of like Robinson Crusoe in space, which is a really good movie. Hmm. Um, but it's not a Martian but they literally didn't want to nominate for Best Picture, so they nominated for Best Musical slash Comedy. Oh, okay. I get Babylon being a comedy because it's kind of have a dark out, dark comedy element. Because I'm hearing something, I mean, hearing some things. That's that's like okay, maybe it's a little because, and also it's a very wild movie. I know that makes me happy because I'm like, here's the thing. It's I like La La Land, but I was worried that we get another La La Land. I'm so glad that Damien Chazelle did not release do another La La Land. Nope. It's actually like singing in the rain without the music. Singing uh mixed with Wolf of Wall Street with a toss a little bit of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with and give the and have the exploitive vibe of Caligula. I need to watch this movie like five times right now. This is a exploitation movie. In disguise, and I'm saying it's the best kind of way. That's... I need to watch this movie. So it's kind of, yeah. so it's kind of like, um, uh, what was the movie that was like supposed that was supposed to be really controversial? The one with Jennifer Lawrence, Red Sparrow. Or that movie was basically like a European European exploitation spy movie, and it had some pretty severe content to the point where it pissed off critics, and they said this is disgusting. And then I'm sitting there like, this is the darkest shit I've ever seen from Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You go, Hollywood. Yeah, I th- and also, like, you know, if you, you, if you see the, the TikToks of you and me, an elder millennial talking about TikToks, <laughs> there's a TikTok from the, the Babylon's official, like, page of Tommy McGuire, who, who had, like, a five-second, like, 15-minute cameo as, like, this Basically, is 
basically a drug dealer slash mob boss who you've seen the pictures, right? Yes, I have. Oh, real quick note. For those who don't know, Damien Chazelle is only 37 years old. I feel unaccomplished. Damien Chazelle made Whiplash when he was 29. Uh, <laughs> I need to get on that master class or that Squarespace and just take those classes. Yep. And do something with my life. That's my okay. New Year's resolution. Become a film, oh, film director. Nailed it. <laughs> yes, and that, and I'll get some. And I'll land a, a hot vegan. Well, if not a hot vegan, a, a kind of gross vegan. Hope you McGuire? Yes. Wait, which one is? Wait, which one? <laughs> which one is? Which which category he falls on? Gross vegan. <laughs> Well, anyway. I'm sorry. I just remember the drunk picture of him. I will always remember that when he's drunk Ooh, and yelling. Is it the wait, wait, drunk picture or is it the the rage picture? Oh, the rage picture. Okay. Oh, that was my favorite Toby when he was like, "I'm not going to say he looked like he was on cocaine," but yeah. Who's who's to say that 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 cocaine is plant based? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, see, All I can be dark too. Just, you know what I want to do? I want to take that picture of Toby and insert it onto all the pictures, all of the Toby faces from Spider-Man. This is right after, is this right after he did Brothers? It feels like it's right after he I, did Brothers. I, I need to see Brothers. I know, I've heard it from everyone that movie is very good, it's very hard to watch. I heard that too from, I heard that too. Yeah, I, he, he got a, 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 not an Oscar, um, a Golden Globe for that. Yeah. And you had two, and you had, um, and I love that Jake Hillenall was originally supposed to play Spider Man mm-hmm. uh, when Tobey Maguire was injured. Um, and he would have played him in Spider Man too. So seeing him as Mysterio, it kind of just works. And uh, yeah. Also, seriously, um, it's just me or does Spider Man tend to get all the best villains in the MCU? Mm, I don't know about that. I'm, I'm not sure. Okay. I mean, I'm a little bit but, lukewarm for the. I'm going to say this. The scene in Spider-Man Homecoming in the car with with Tombs, with Michael Keaton, is the scariest Spider-Man villain scene. Okay. Where he pulls out the gun mm-hmm. and tells him he knows who he is. And if he says or does anything or reveals anything, he will he will kill him. And there's no robot suit. There's no special effect. It is a enraged man with nothing to lose with a gun telling a high schooler that he will shoot him. Yes, the whole like I'm like I'm kind of lukewarm with the Holland films. It's only like No Way Home that kind of like changed my color. I changed my tune. But I'm talking about the villains because Tom Holland, he's a good Spider Man, but those are generally safe. But in terms of the villains, and the odd reality to them, like the fact that his motivation is my fam- my all my people lost their jobs. I'm doing everything to keep them going. Or Mysterio, who's just like, you took my shit. You stole from me. You took credit for all of my work. So fuck it. I'm going to take everything I want. Yeah, like, you're right. It's like they're out to destroy this kid, this child. It's basically a child. But the fucked up part is they have a positive motivation for what they're doing. Like if Spider-Man wasn't there, mm-hmm. if like if Spider-Man hadn't been there, and 
the vulture would not probably wouldn't would like he would commit crimes, but nothing higher level than basically getting the tech that he needs and rebuilding that technology. The only reason he's robbing banks is because of the fact that his men could not get paid because of what the government did. Yeah, if Spider-Man wasn't there, literally the money was going to go towards funding people who lost their jobs. As, as someone who's like, as someone who kind of like going to like living through like who lived through the COVID years, yeah, that's a lot to take in. And the fact that you have a man who's basically just driven mad because of all the technology that he's made and everything that he's made, basically. Tony Stark, and at least in his opinion, Tony Stark Elon Musk him. Because he took all of his technology and was like, yeah, look at what I made. Isn't it cool? And you want to ask him, how, reverse engineer it. Make that make the hologram technology work. And it's like, shit. Weirdly enough, pretty much ever, all the key Spider-Man villains, even in No Way Home, when you think about it, the villains originally the only one whose motivation is just kind of awful and stupid is um, um, it would be the villains from Amazing Spider-Man, which is weird because like we love Garfield as Amazing Spider-Man, but literally his villains' motivations are I want to turn everyone into lizards because shut up, and um, this guy didn't remember my name. I can't believe it. He didn't remember my name, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. god, damn it, Andrew Garfield, you good, but why? Why are your movies villains stupid? Hey, it's not. It's not. His fault. It's I know it's the studios. Fault. He's just a fanboy who he's a very, very talented fanboy. <laughs> what? Avi Arad is an idiot. What? Avi Arad is an idiot. I don't know who that is. Avi Arad is a producer of the Spider-Man movies. When he worked on the Spider-Man animated series behind the toy line. He would literally just sit, go to the creator of the shows and ask, like, who is this? And it was a character. He had no, and they were just commonly known Marvel characters. He had no idea who they were. And he would ask them who they were, and he would tell them, and he would make a toy of them after he told them about them. He had no idea who any of the characters were outside. Who is this? This is Iron Man. Avirad, when he is not, has, does not have Marvel to help him, produces such movies as Uncharted and Morbius. And Ghost in the Shell with Charlotte Johansson. Yeah. Now picture that as Phil Hartman. Yes, he made such movies as Morbius, Uncharted, and Ghost in the Shell sorry, Scarlett Johansson. What do you also, think of Uncharted one anyway? It's negative fun. It is a piece of garbage. I'm hearing mixed things about Uncharted. It's poop. That's why. Um... With that, with with poop, aka Avirad. I don't know, Sandra. I think it's about time for us to wrap up the show. Okay. Think? So, was there anything else that you'd like to mention or talk about before we close up this episode? For close um, up the year 2022. My my uh, Christmas tradition is going is always going to ref tracks and watching like the Christmas specials. Santa Claus Conquer the Martians. Yeah. Um, oddly enough, mine kind of ties into that because my favorite Christmas movie to watch is Kiss Kiss Bane Bane with um, Robert Downey Jr. and um, Val Kilmer. 
Oh, are you going to see that new, like, are you going to see that Robert Downey Jr. The, the Robert Downey Jr. documentary? I'm yeah. going to be crying. I know that for sure because he kind of messed up his own son. A lot of people don't realize that, um, mm-hmm. including getting hooked on drugs at an early age. But, um, yeah, it's I think be a it, rough I one. think it's more like a, you know, I get the feeling it's more like things are going full circle. Yeah. But um, Kiss Kiss Bane Bane, uh, not only is it a Christmas action movie by Shane Black, the writer of Lethal Weapon, mm-hmm. uh, who have months many, many other movies. And he had directed The Nice Guys, or Ryan Gosling or Russell Crowe. For all those who have not seen it, you need to watch both these movies. Um, but it also features Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Oh, speaking of oh, speaking of which, um, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians was featured in the Guardians of the Galaxy yes, holiday special. Yes. That made me want to go back and rewatch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. And as oh, and also uh, there's a scene where Mantis and Drax going to like one, you know, got obtain, you know, got the map of the stars, and I recognized the artwork of like the little the little cartoon avatars of Mantis and Drax, and I said, Mid Doodle, Mid Doodle is a fan artist or an artist who does cutesy, so adorable. Chibi artwork. Hmm. Yes. Oh, 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 uh, Real quick. Huh? As I mentioned this, another reason to watch that movie, you might notice two people. A very, 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 very young. I'm talking little, little kiddo, Ariel Winter, and some kid named Indio Falconer Downey. Oh. Who appear in this movie as a younger version of his papa. Oh. And it's weird because Harry, because if you look at Indio Downey now, Indio just looks like his dad when he was young. Like, like, like less than zero young. Okay, just. Okay, hold on. So you can get the full context of this. Because, you know, some people kind of look like they're kind of look like their parents. And then you have Mila Jovovich's kid who just looks like a tiny version of her, or 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 Maya Hawk, who's like a nice probing lead. Oh, I know that's just ridiculous. But um, yeah, watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. There you go. That's my end of the year holiday okay. advice. Um, I still have my collection of Spider Man related stuff. Flip flip. Yes. Wait. I think that hold on. I got two two um, artworks. One is actually a commission that cost me over two hundred dollars. Money well spent. I got let's see, two, three, four, four keychains, several stickers, and two T-shirts. Hmm. And I think I purchased a a, a donjinshi that's on it's on its way. Hopefully, it'll go through with you know customs and. You know, it's from and Japan. They're like, this is porn. Throw it away. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I haven't haven't been this so fanatical since the Harry Potter years. Um, yep. Which I got my first credit card debt. Like, okay. Oh, oh, um, one thing real quick before we get everything wrapped up. 
Up mm-hmm. on the housetop, whoop, whoop, wham, main swings good old Spider-Man. He isn't Santa with all his toys. He's saving the city for the girls and boys. That's all I have to say on that. Oh, really good show. Yep, yep. But um, <laughs> with that, thup, 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 um, where can people find you on this wonderful, wonderful place called the Internet? Well, let's see. Um, hopefully, Twitter is still there. So. Bye-bye so, Twitter. yes, and I'm always on Twitter. I'm always on Twitter, whether it's a joke or me gushing about my hyperfixation. Um, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> yes, I'm not posting pictures of Andrew Garfield or Kelly McGuire or them both together. <laughs> Watching, going to the see the premiere of any anywhere any anything anywhere at once. And, and uh, it's oh yeah oh here's um standard soapbox sorry sorry right. as well as Instagram Tumblr and don't go to AO3 you'll not like what you find AO3 oh god my eyes my eyes my eyes oh, Get the the and you can find me on Facebook and Instagram because I'm lazy see in Macintosh go find it and you can find my doggy Cosmo as Cosmitos. Oh. For um, a second there, I thought you were going to do like the whole like um, damn you all, damn you all to hell. Cause right. that was my I was trying to do like you'll not what you find, you'll not like what you find. And where can people find Circuit 42? They can find Circuit 42 on Facebook, Instagram, and of course they can listen to us on Spotify and iTunes. Oop. So with that. Uh, thank you for everyone for listening. I am Ian, Sandra the Wizard. Flip, flip. And this has been the year. The, nah, 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 nah. This has Words been the end of the year 2022 episode of Circuit 42. Thank you for listening, everyone, and have a good night. Hey, everybody.